Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 972 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. And as always, you're awesome. Sweet. <clears throat> Sweet. Okay, here we go. Here's today's question from Adam. Hi, Pat. It's Adam here from the Ace Podcast Network. You can be found at acepodcasts.com. Um, I just want to start by saying thank you for everything that you do. It's been incredibly helpful. I know I wouldn't be where I am today with, um, you know, my sort of financial and career freedom and being in control of my own own life. So a huge thank you to you and everybody that you know that works with you. I've got a question that I get a lot, and um, you know, I, th- I I think that you you do really well with this, and it comes in regards to competition. Um, in both sort of podcasts and business as well, I guess. But uh, how do you handle competition? Um, how is the best way to talk about your competition in a positive light without potentially losing some of your audience when it comes to a podcast or um, in a business with a you know similar product that you might have? Um, and it's something that it, it confuses a lot of people that that I'm dealing with and. A lot of people would love to know if it's best to just avoid talking about anyone that might be your direct competition or if, you know, it's better to say try to collaborate or, you know, pull your forces and and really um, uh, better deliver a message or a product together. Um, I look forward to hearing what you say. And um, thanks, Pat. Thanks for everything. Cheers. Hey, Adam, what's up? Thank you so much for the question. I appreciate this. You know, competition is an interesting thing. It's like, where do you draw the line between actually wanting to support somebody who has a competing product or who, who whose audience overlaps with yours, um, and and where do you like not want to work with them? And I think common sense is a part of this, obviously. And the last thing you want to do is confuse your audience. But here's the thing: I feel like that if you and your programs include yourself, your personality, your special, unique touch, and your superpowers, and people know that. Well then, so what if other people know that those other things exist? You are hopefully going to include things that are better and different and unique to you and people are following you and they're gonna be more likely if you do it right to buy from you. And so I think that's the most important thing to make sure that in your programs and the things that you offer, although there may be other solutions out there that are similar, that you are always sharing, well, what is unique about yours And if you do a good job of building a relationship with your audience, well, then you're not gonna have to worry about people saying, well, you know, Adam's great. I love his stuff. His program has everything I want, but you know, I like the other one better because I don't know I don't know that person as well. Right? That's never gonna happen. So make sure you include yourself, your voice, your superpowers, and you make it clear on the sales page, you make it clear on videos that you share, you make it clear in your anytime you mention it. Now the thing is I also love the idea of collaborating, even with people who on the surface might seem like competitors, because Really, you can also be partners. Like you said, you can even work together if you want to. I wouldn't force something like that. If you both have competing products, you're adding to the confusion if you both create a new product on top of that. Um, But there may be solutions where if there's a hole in that market that you and somebody else can work together to sort of double down on the promotion of that and split the, the income coming from that. I mean, that has worked out very well in many different industries to fill such holes. There are many examples out there, even in my own experience, of where on the surface it might seem like a competitor, but then underlying, it's like actually you're helping each other. And I think the, the, big, the, the big thing is to, again, make sure that you are putting yourself into that situation in a state of mind where you are somebody who has stuff that's unique to offer. Now, there are many examples in other different niches too. For example, the, final, uh, the financial 
um, industry and the fitness industry where on the surface many people look like they're competitors but then they're actually working together they're sharing each other's stuff with each other they mention each other all the way ta- uh, all the time and that's what I love to do I like to take the progressive approach and that's progressive as in the auto insurance company where you know flow right I think it's flow that person is always mentioning oh well you can get uh, these uh, these solutions here um, but hey here's our solution and here's why we feel this is the best one for you. And I think because you're the one that's also opening up the idea of, wow, there are actually other options out there, but you know, here's why you should stick with us. And not in a, hey, these, this is why these ones are bad. I mean, they could be great also. For example, you know, a lot of you know I have a podcasting course called Power Up Podcasting. I was not the first to do that. Should have been the first, but I wasn't the first. John Lee Dumas came out with one called Podcaster's Paradise. Cliff Ravenscraft has a solution to podcasting A to Z, and they're great. And they're fantastic, and I love them, and I and I talk about them, and I actually recommend them if you like to learn from people like Cliff and learn to people from people like John. However, I came up with a course because so many people have been asking me for my style of teaching and to add my own superpowers into that. So this course, Power Up Podcasting, yes, it can help you set up a podcast, but it'll also include my own unique take on how you can market your show and get found and how you can better build a relationship with your audience and then lead into funnels and such uh, and, and that's sort of my unique take. Plus, of course, when you offer things like office hours and access to a community that is your own, that's something that other people can't get. Yes, they might have compu- communities also, but it's not going to be like yours. Yes, they might offer office hours and access to that instructor, but it's not access to you. And because it's you, you have uh, a better chance of serving your own audience there too. So that's uh, that's my approach, Adam, and hopefully that makes sense. Um, it's a touchy subject for many. But I also think that you should consider competitors not as competitors, but as a inspiration and motivation. So even if they're competing with you and they're creating stuff that's better, well, hopefully that will help you get motivated to create stuff that's you know much different. Uh, I think it was Sally Hogshead who says different is better than better, and do that. Create things that are different that makes it unique to you, where it might make a person say, "Oh, well, that's obvious. It's obvious why I need to go with Adam because he has these things that the other ones do not." Um, and that way you could even collaborate and mention those other brands and other products and not have to worry about people jumping ship. So there you go, Adam. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, and I want to wish you all the best. And uh, I want to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt, too, for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show as well, just head on over to askpat.com, and you can ask right there on that page. Thanks so much. I appreciate you. And here is a quote from Napoleon Bonaparte, and that is, There are two levers for moving men. Interest and fear. All right, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. 
Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.